I want to thank Research FDI for sponsoring today's podcast. They're a globally renowned lead generation firm that helps economic development organizations create real prospects. They've helped over 500 economic development organizations. Let me tell you exactly what they do. They facilitate one-on-one meetings for economic developers with corporate executives who will have projects soon. They can facilitate these meetings to where you travel to the corporate executive's office and meet them there, or you meet them at a trade show, or even have a conference call with them so you don't have to pay for travel. They recently launched a service called FDI 365, which provides you a lead a day of fast-growing companies that will be expanding soon. Their research has helped over $5 billion worth of projects get cited since inception. I encourage you to go to www.researchfdi.com to learn more about Research FDI. As far as I'm concerned, they are absolutely the best lead generation firm in the business for economic developers. Call them at 514-488-3168 and see how Research FDI can help you create real prospects. Hello, this is Chad Chancellor with Next Move Group. Before we begin today's podcast, if you've been enjoying our podcast series, Please go over to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. That'll sure help us out. We'd appreciate it a whole lot. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Next Move Group, We Are Jobs podcast. This is Gabby Moley, CEO of Next Move Group. Our guest today is Sam Ruiz. Sam is the VP of Economic Development for the Putnam, Florida Chamber of Commerce. Sam, welcome to our show. Good morning, Gabby. How are you? Very well. And, you know, actually, when I first started with Next Move Group, Sam was one of the candidates that we found for the Putnam Chamber back when I did those video interviews. So now Allison Knapp on our team handles those. But Sam was one of our candidates for executive searches. Indeed. So, Sam, tell the folks, you know, about your community and just kind of some of your recent successes in Putnam. Very good. Yeah. Putnam County is primely placed in between Atlanta and Miami for logistical purposes. We have direct access to many interstates and many intrastates that run right through the county. We happen to have, I think, some of the best to offer in time in terms of prime location. We are a great community that is very thriving and very upcoming. There are a lot of great leaders that I lean on on a regular basis to try to get some things done and ultimately moving forward, not for ourselves, but for our children, for those who walk behind us and generations behind us. And that's what I do, what I do. And that's why we're working together as a team to make Putnam one of the best places in the country. Awesome. Love to hear that. Now, I saw that you just welcomed a new food manufacturer. Can you go into detail about that project? Indeed. Comarco Products. Comarco came to us from New Jersey. Very, very forward-thinking company. They do these eggplant. They manufacture eggplant in addition to so many other things. When they first came into town earlier last year, well, late 2020, early 2021, kind of the midst of the pandemic, they added about 100 to 120 jobs. Well, great success story. They have found so much success, again, getting back to that logistical portion of getting product to and from the Northeast and throughout the Southeastern United States. They're looking at adding over 50% of their workforce. 
They are adding new manufacturing equipment. They're now making like chicken from plants or something. It's very odd in my mind how they manufacture these things, but they are very forward thinking and a very reputable company. A guy named Tom, who heads it up, I believe to be one of the humblest yet most remarkable men I've ever met. Again, they're adding jobs, they're growing. It's a great success story. And we certainly look forward to great things to come with Camarco moving forward in through 2022. Awesome. Love to hear that. Tell the listeners a little bit more about other successes in Putnam that you've had recently. Yeah. So we have a project valued over $700 million with a company called Seminole Electric. They are doing what's called a natural gas fire unit conversion project. So they are going shifting from coal to natural gas in basically The project has been under construction, I believe, for about 18 months now, but more so it's going to be leading the way in terms of energy production from a economical and what's the word I'm trying to find? It's a word that environmentally friendly. (laughs) So you can do that. So it's environmentally friendly project going from coal to natural gas, all the great things. It's, I think they've brought on give or take a hundred to 250 construction related jobs. Uh, And with after the conversion, they probably continue to grow. And let me talk about Georgia Pacific for just a second. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What's the one item through the pandemic that was in such short supply for so many toilet paper? (laughs) Oh, yes, definitely. (laughs) Georgia Pacific here, manufacturing a great deal of toilet paper for the country, saw an amazing spike, an amazing run through the pandemic. And they continue to see it, not only through that, but through toilet paper as well and uh, paper towels. It's so amazing. They are growing by leaps and bounds simply because of the demand and because of the job market and everything moving forward. So we're really, 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 I think, fortunate, Gabby, in the sense that we are in a position of exponential growth. A couple of statistics to share. Jobs year over year, we're up over 1,100 jobs year over year. Unemployment is steadily declining from almost 10% to about the mid fives right now over the last 12 months. Medium house sales price for uh, single family homes. That's maybe Florida statewide, but it's up over 30%. I just saw the last statistic. It's almost $200,000 for a single family home. Average price. Neighboring counties might see similar escalations, if you will, but it's alarming almost to the fact that, wow values are just climbing exponentially. And the home that we just thank the Lord bought and built is gaining equity <laughs> by the day. So we're very lucky. And then we thank the Lord for that. But in terms of education, let's talk education just for a moment. We are, uh, Dr. Rick Serency and our school system are breaking down barriers for the longest time in our history. Putnam County was known to have some of the poorest related and poorest rates and related as it relates to education. Do you know 2021, our graduation rate was over 93%. Wow. Breaking down barriers right and left. And we are in the work that Dr. Cerency and his staff are doing is absolutely remarkable. We have a new construction academy and several new other academies that are taking on that's going to help us form and continue to grow our own in terms of workforce. So it's all arrows point towards success in that. A couple other points, uh, we have an absolutely thriving downtown development, very beautiful downtown development, new wedding and venues, new restaurants, boutique retail, 
amazing growth we're seeing downtown, as we know in economic development, a thriving downtown is a critical piece. We have a record-breaking permit application rate. Permits for redevelopment and development are going through the roof, and our city and county officials and the staff are working night and day trying to keep up with the pace. And also, we're looking at possible infrastructure expansions for some available sites for industrial manufacturing companies. So all in all, all arrows point very good direction. When they brought me on back last April, they told me this was coming and they knew what they were talking about. And so very, very fortunate. And again, thank the Lord that I'm here and be able to share the success with the great folks at the Next Move Group who I am indebted to forever. <laughs> that's awesome, Sam. And that's a, a lot of really great successes there in Putnam and just in Florida in general. I mean, I know Chad Chancellor, he just moved to Florida. He moved to Portito Key and <laughs> he really loves it so far. And I mean, I've just heard really great things about Florida in general and just what you guys are doing down there. So that's awesome. Yeah. A lot of great things happening. And, and I, I've always said it, people pay good money to be down here. So if you're able to live here and make a good wage and make a living and make a difference our community and for our children, then yeah, this is the place to do it. Definitely. Well, let's transition a little bit. So like myself, many listeners kind of fell into the field of economic development. So take us back and tell us how you just first discovered and stumbled into this whole world of economic development. Yes. Like you, I kind of landed in it, uh, if you will. I've been in the chamber of commerce world for over a decade now. Love doing what we do as part of a chamber of commerce we do what we do for the betterment of the community. And what we do behind the scenes is so critical in terms of advocacy and economic development, as, as I do, and so many other things and a variety of things that we do for the betterment of the community. And people, for the most, what's Chamber of Commerce and what do you do? You, you get that all the time. And other than breakfast with the mayor and wine and cheese mixers kind of thing. And so it's amazing to me. And it's such an honor to be a part of it. I first started in kind of dabbling, if you will, with that kind of development with another chamber to the east of here, I was doing helping with some workforce interviews. Some of the major manufacturers hiring, firing, what are you doing in terms of employment? Do you look, are you looking to expand? How can we help in terms of workforce, that kind of thing? And then I was talking to this person who I've never met named Gabby one day <laughs> via email and she sent me this job listing for somewhere in Missouri or something. And I don't even know how I got it, but I responded. I said, that's very kind of you. Don't think I can convince my wife to move to Missouri. <laughs> it's a nice little place, as I'm sure it is. It's not a stretch. And she says, well, what about something closer to home? I said, okay, well, I'm all ears, you know. And so here I am. And through a series of interviews, the people here believe in me, and I believe in them. And we work as a team for our children, for future generations to build this place. So it's, again, it's an honor. And that's kind of a quick down and dirty how I landed in it. <laughs> Love that. Love that. Yep. That was a little while ago. I do remember that though. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it was, it's been, it's, it was fun and it's, it, you know, it's an honor to uh, be, have sought out by this, such a great company and next move group and what we're doing. So Awesome. We're going to take a quick break for a message for our listeners and be right back right after this. I want to thank LocationOne.com. Some of you know it as Lois for sponsoring today's podcast. In my opinion, Lois is the best buildings and sites database on the market. One of the reasons I think that is it gives you nationwide exposure. So I used to be the economic developer in Paducah, Kentucky, and I made a terrible mistake. I only put my buildings and sites on the Kentucky Economic Development Buildings and Sites database. Well, 
Paducah bordered Illinois and was within 30 or so miles of Missouri, Indiana, and Tennessee. So what sense did it make for me to not put my bills and sites on a nationwide database? Well, Lois does that for you. Looking back, I should have put my bills and sites on Lois. It's also easy to use for an economic developer. It's just like using Facebook. It walks you through how to insert your pictures and your information and so forth. And the thing I like most, it works well on my iPad. If I'm in an industrial building, I want to be able to look at that thing on my iPad. Lois does that for me. Other buildings and sites databases struggle with that. So if you got 10 or 15 minutes to spare, go over to location1.com, book yourself a demo, and see if this can help your community have more success. Well, kind of walk us through the various positions that you had kind of before this one, you know, way back when. What so kind of jobs did you have? In the chamber world, there's, there's a number of different directions you go. There are some chamber CEOs that land in their job having no chamber experience, having no experience with community development, and they're in with deer in the headlights move. And they're like, oh my God, what am I doing? And they typically rely uh, heavily on board and executive committee direction, volunteer leader direction, that kind of thing. And typically those are smaller chambers, one to two to three staff members. I've done almost every job the chamber has to offer. I've done membership, I've done sales, I've done advertising, I've done events, I've even helped with payroll. I've done so many different variety of measures when it comes to leading a chamber of commerce. And now in the economic development world, it's very different. <laughs> you know, I, I sometimes consider myself like an architect of dealing with different pieces of the puzzle, trying to fit them together to see what it means to create a masterpiece, if you will. So yeah, I've done almost every almost every job the chamber has to offer. The one I haven't done, which I didn't think I would do much, but now I find myself doing it more and more is advocacy, dealing with elected officials. That's a story of its own. Dealing <laughs> <laughs> with that, and, and here in Florida we have this thing called the Sunshine Law. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. But I'm learning a lot and continuing to do the best I can again for this community because there's a lot of people depending on me to do it. Definitely get that. Well, flashback to when you were 10 years old. What did you want to be when you grew up? Did you, did you want to work for a chamber old. when you grew up? <laughs> 10 years old, I thought the world of baseball. I was going to be a major league baseball player. And <laughs> my father actually played minor league for the Pittsburgh Pirates and oh, trained cool. for a guy named Roberto Clemente. So I wanted to follow kind of in his footsteps and be that, but the Lord had other plans. And so I took this different direction after college, went to the army for a while, got out, and then a few years later started in my uh, chamber career. So here I am. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So <laughs> who was the biggest influencer on your career? Yes. Big time shout out to a guy named Greg Boss. He is the CEO of a place called Seamark Ranch, which is up in Green Cove Springs, just southwest of Jacksonville. Seamark is a wonderful place. They take orphanage children and uh, give them a home. It's like a community home and they are saving lives. They're a big family. I think they have like 70 or 80 kids or something like that. So he helped formulate and kind of lay the path for my chamber career. I worked with him at that same said chamber just to the east of us here for the better part of seven years. And the guy is a remarkable leader. He and I talk almost on a weekly basis I'm remaining in the chamber industry here in our development, and he segued kind of out of it to be the CEO of this great organization at Seamark. And so big time shout out to Greg and what he's done for my life and my career. And one day, hopefully I'll be able to return the favor to somebody. Wow. Awesome. So, yeah. you know, 
We've had lots of guests on this show, many economic developers who are successful in the industry, and they have different daily habits. Sometimes they wake up really early. Sometimes they do their work late at night with a drink. Sometimes, you know, they just <laughs> write goals on a whiteboard. You know, what are some right. of the daily habits that have made you successful over the years? Honestly, Gabby, it's been primarily prayer and reflection. So much hustle bustle today. You and I have been sitting here for 20 minutes and my phone's probably gone off 20 times. You know, Same here. Yeah, <laughs> highlights, updates, and whatever. We are so distracted by so many different ways. More than likely in our lifetime, distracted driving is going to be the number one cause of accidents out there. So beyond alcohol or DUI and those kind of driving under the influence of you know situations. My time to slow down at least two, three, sometimes four times a day, depending on what's going on, to stop, take a breath, give it a minute and just just let it come to you. And in my life and my faith, I pray to God and say, what's next? How can I be, make a difference for one person today? What can I do for one person to help somebody and make a difference? And if I've done that, I've lived the best life. I've done the best I can. Awesome. We're going to take a quick break for a message for our listeners and be right back right after this. Hello everyone, Gabby Molise here to highlight this week's Executive Search Spotlight. This week we're going to spotlight the Dickinson County Kansas Economic Development Corporation as they are seeking a new executive director. Dickinson County, Kansas is centrally located, vibrant, and growing. This entrepreneurial hub is home to many locally grown businesses that span the manufacturing, agriculture, healthcare, and service industries. Dickinson is known as the heartland of America and is known for strong family values, hard work, patriotism, strong communities, and natural beauty. So the role of the executive director is to ensure that the Dickinson County Economic Development Corporation's vision, mission, goals, objectives, and strategies are enacted. To learn more, visit thenextmovegroup.com backslash Dickinson or contact Brittany McCoy with the Next Move Group with any questions. Yeah, I try to do that too. Sometimes I'll be like, okay, no, I just need five minutes. <laughs> I need to sit here for five minutes and just kind of recoup and then get right back into it. And I think that helps. That helps. Especially, them. you know, in a CEO position, you know, you have a <laughs> lot of people under you. You hear a lot of people that answer to you now. And it's just, it's absolutely critical to make time for you. And because, you know, you'll go from minute to hour to day like that. Mm -hmm. and, without blanking and you know, oh, there definitely <laughs> where does the back. time go <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I'll turn that back. <laughs> yeah. well we have you know a lot of young up-and-comers in the industry who listen and you know we just kind of want to get the best piece of advice that you have ever received in the industry yeah something greg and i believe it or not came up with maybe i, I know we can't we haven't copyrighted it yet maybe it's up for discussion but we're not curing cancer you know we're not in the world of necessarily of saving directly saving lives what we do is important what we do is great again for our future generations and everything but take it easy it's not the end of the world if commission meeting goes south or something happens where you didn't win a bid for a particular project or whatever it may be it's not life or death in the sense that you know it's it's over <laughs> you know? so just take it easy and try to again to make a difference in someone's life and somehow on a regular basis and be the best you can be. And that's about all that can be asked of you. So that's kind of my two cents as far as, you know, hey, we're not curing cancer. It's all good. 
I definitely get that. It definitely relieves the stress a little bit when you <laughs> when you think about it that way. That it's like, okay, it's all right. We're not in the hospital. We <laughs> right. <laughs> yes. And I mean, if you're going from jumping from meeting to meeting to meeting and trying to catch up and doing so many different things, it, it can get stressful. Again, that uh, getting back to that reflection times. Mm-hmm. Slow down and breathe, and uh, mm-hmm. here we are. For sure. Well, as we wind down, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners that you didn't get a chance to yet? No. A shout out to, of course, another shout out to the Next Move Group and all the work that you're doing. Chad and Alex have been instrumental with some of my onboarding training, learning the ins and outs. Chad always really hits on confidentiality a lot. And it took a while for me to kind of get that, what that means. <laughs> and then he always tries to sing the praises of Mississippi State that can't try to catch up. So we'll see what they do with the baseball season. <laughs> but yeah. I believe in Next Food Group. I believe in what you're doing. And I believe that overall it's providing great direction and guidance for not only new economic developers, but for sometimes very fluent economic developers. So the climate's changing, the world is turning, things are moving, and Next Food Group is staying on top of us. So kudos to you for it. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. Well, yeah. tell the listeners the best way to reach you. The best way to reach me is, of course, via email, uh, sam at chamberpc.com. Or you can always go to PlatinumCountyChamber.com and send me a message through it and find me on LinkedIn. I don't do a lot of Facebook, but definitely always look to make more connections and look forward to great relationships to build through 22. Love that. All right. Well, thanks for being on our show. Absolutely. Thank you, Gabby.